You're listening to the Chelsea Zerna Podcast, a podcast that inspires conscious leaders to live meaningful lives and to get in touch with the deepest parts of the human experience. My name's Chelsea Zerna, and I'm a women's empowerment coach with the mission of rewilding the feminine back into society. Each week, I have a conscious conversation with best-selling authors, inspiring leaders, and spiritual lightworkers who aren't afraid to step into the unknown and explore the greatest truths of life. Thanks for listening. I haven't done a podcast here since before the beginning of quarantine, since I launched Corona Fest, this global consciousness festival. Um, that I put on right at the beginning of our pandemic here. And it's great to be back. It's amazing uh, sitting down with you and having a regular conversation. <laughs> I went into this like save the world mode, take action and you know help contribute to society while we were in this crazy time in history. And um, and after about five festivals, I decided I need a break. So I planned to take a three-week trip to uh, to New Mexico, and it turned into about three months, and I'm actually still here. So this has been one wild ride, that's what I'll say. Um, and actually one of, one of the best years of my life, and I know that's so weird saying that, but... Um, I think something happens when we're forced to go into our shadows um, individually and collectively. And usually on the other side of the shadow is a lot of light. And um, I'm not afraid of doing shadow work. And I actually really love diving into any sort of parts of myself that are a little bit hidden. I'm like, well, what's that? I want to discover it. And this was definitely the year for that, I will say. And specifically, um, living in Tulum really cultivated that space for me. And I finally feel ready to share my journey. Um, I stopped podcasting during practically this whole year um, because I was so focused on, at first it was helping everybody um, just get stable again. And then slowly it turned into this awakening journey. And when I moved to Tulum, I had no idea that I was going to stay here this long. But uh, it felt right. It felt like this is where I needed to be. My intuition totally guided me here. And um, I'm really happy that I stayed. And this year... um, I felt like it was the year that I touched the deepest part of why I was put on this planet. And I feel more purpose in my life than I ever have before. I feel clearer than I ever have before. I I feel more knowledgeable and conscious about the world than ever. And I also felt like I stepped into one deep awakening when I moved to Tulum specifically. Um... And if you don't know anything about Tulum, this is where, this is the home of the Yucatan Peninsula. This is where the Mayans uh, built the Mayan pyramids about two hours away from here. And um, the, the, the whole city is built on 
um, over water. So we're actually like living on water right now, which is actually really cool because um, a while back they say that um, meteors came and broke the earth here and left thousands of holes that are now called cenotes. And they're places where you can jump into these water holes and go swimming and they're bedded with limestone crystal. So they're actually really great for, they have like healing properties in them and um, they're known to be really uh, crystal activated. And same with the ocean too. Um, and so living here, uh, I've noticed a lot of really unique and incredible things happen to me that I can't even fully explain. But they say that this is the land of manifestation, and I have definitely been feeling a lot of that. It almost feels like anything that I ask for, uh, any intention that I set, comes into fruition magically. And it's been happening quicker and quicker, almost instantly. And I've never experienced anything like this in my entire life. Like, even when I was living in Bali, the energy was very different, and it felt like I was doing a lot of shadow work, and that was the perfect place for me to start my awakening journey, and that's exactly what needed to happen. And now, I feel like I'm in Tulum, and, uh, and I'm experiencing a deep, deep, deep trust with the universe. And when I'm, when I'm living in America... You know, I, I have a goal and I set an intention and I go after it and I put all this energy into it. And sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. And like everything in life, you know, but here it feels different. And I'm not unique in saying that. It's like every single person that I meet has the exact same story. And that's why 80% of the people that visit here end up just moving here. Um, it's definitely special. And uh, I've manifested a lot of things since I've been here. Even the way that I got here, I met these two people in a pool and they invited me. They said, well, we already have the place booked. We work for Delta. We'll cover your flight. I ended up not traveling with them and instead ended up going with Megan, my business partner for Rewild and one of my best friends. And we ended up... Um, not booking a hotel stay and we just got on the flight we didn't even know if we were going to get in the country we're like I don't it was the middle of July we're like I don't even know if we're going to get in the country let's just see and so we get on the plane and we're like okay this isn't bad like we can travel right now we get to Mexico and while we're in the airport we decide we want to share a taxi with someone because it's like a two-hour ride into Tulum and um we ended up asking this guy who he said, well, where's your destination? And we said, well, we don't actually know yet. And he happened to be about our age, um, like in his twenties or thirties. And he happened to own uh, a hotel. It was like a family run business. They'd been there for like 20 years and they had no guests <laughs> and they were like, well, you could stay at the hotel just for a few days. Um, until you figure out where you want to stay, I'll give you an awesome rate. And we're like, okay, that sounds amazing. And um, at the end of the couple of days, he's like, well, if you want to, I mean, you're welcome to just stay here until, you know, until you want to leave. And we ended up staying there for two to three months. 
And during that time, uh, we went for a journey with our awakening process. Um, it seems like everything was just coming into fruition almost instantly. And we both were doing, instead of shadow work, it felt like light work. We both had this lightning moment. <laughs> it was like a lightning storm one day. And like lightning struck this tree. And all of a sudden we had all these ideas spiral into us. And Meg and I sat under this like pyramid structure. We called it our portal. <laughs> and um, we just had all of these ideas. And we voice memoed the entire thing. And we actually ended up voice memoing um our book concept, we didn't write the entire book, but we got a lot of uh, what we want to write about in our book, voice memoed, um, and even uh, these huge business ideas that we're actually now putting into place right now, um, that happened that night. In one night, all of this happened, and then we felt like we had electricity shooting out our bodies for like three days straight. And then I ended up having a spontaneous kundalini awakening and my whole body was trembling and shaking and I had no idea it was happening. And it was actually really scary. It felt like quite maddening and we, we both felt like we were slipping into madness. Like we were like, what is happening? And it was exciting, but also really scary. I felt really ungrounded. I felt like I felt like I was floating for a few days and I felt like um, like very orgasmic in my body. And at the same time, like really scared that I wasn't going to come back. Like I had this fear of letting go of like, what if, you know, what if I end up leaving the planet? Like, what if, you know, we continue and all of a sudden we have an enlightenment and, <laughs> you know, we had no idea what was happening. I had no idea what was happening. I'll just speak for myself. And I was scared that like I wasn't going to be normal again and I my family wasn't going to understand and because I felt this different level of relationship to the world. I felt so abundant and I felt like I had no amount of scarcity left in my body and I had no victimhood and I was like I just felt so not I don't really walk around I don't really hold a lot of victimhood but I didn't feel any sort of um, I just felt completely abundant, basically. I felt so abundant and I felt so um, empowered and I felt like everything was happening for a reason and I had this deeper understanding of the world and this sense of unconditional love that wasn't leaving. It was just there. And, you know, after like a week, I got a little, I did ask, I was like, I need to come back. I need to like, I need to just ground. And I just spent time like, can I, like, I didn't, wasn't on the computer for a while. So I was like, all right, let me come back to my computer. Let me you know, work out, <laughs> do masculine things, like come back into my body, dance as much as I can, because I was feeling a little bit like I felt high. I was like, what is happening? And, and I was, I was spiritually high. <laughs> and, um, and finally I did come back and actually the feeling completely dissipated after a few weeks. And I like, you know, I went back to my same old self, but with a different perspective and a different view on life. And it still like comes in and out where I still go through these periods of like trusting completely and knowing that like, and really feeling what it feels like to be in a 5D reality. You know, I felt that. Uh, and then I released it. <laughs> um, but, you know, we always have the choice. 
to go back and forth between dimensions. We're never stuck anywhere, and we have access to all of these places at all times, and it's really important to remember that. And it's really important to know that the door is always there. We just have to walk through it. And when we touch and taste and feel in our body and experience what it feels like to actually walk through that door, you know, we can choose to come back and and be human again, (laughs) operate in the normal world, but also knowing that we have a different viewpoint and knowing that we have a different perspective. And for me, you know, a lot of things have been happening that are good. There's some things that are happening that aren't good. And I have to remind myself, like, there would never be anything happening bad that wasn't happening for me. And I say that all the time, like it's never happening to you. It's always happening for you. But I don't know what it is, but there is a different level of understanding and trust with that. And um, yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm leaning into that further and, and feeling what it means to actually have deep trust and surrender. And yeah, and bringing that, tying that back into my purpose and my mission and uh, what I'm doing here on this planet, it's all so related. And I know that, you know, we're all here to help each other awaken. That's not like a gift or a specific thing with each of us, but it's our methodology and how we want to do that and our specific flavor. And that's where we actually, you know, can deliver that part to the world. And for me, um, and, you know, and the idea of the saying that is even we're all here helping us understand who we are and remove our ego and come closer to unconditional love, closer to the pure consciousness, God consciousness, our divine essence. You know, like that is what we're here for. No matter what religion, no matter what anything that you are, like we're all here to help each other wake up. And my specific flavor of that is around, uh, you know, rewilding the feminine. Anyone who's listened to my podcast knows that by now. But the part that I really gotten to deeper touch with during this journey is that it's also about healing the wounded masculine. And I think they go hand in hand and one actually can't um, rise without the other. When the feminine rises, the masculine rises. And when we heal, um, meaning we have traumas and wounding within us. Every single person does since childhood, whether you think you do or you don't, we all have it, part of our conditioning. And when we actually go and dive and we we gain enough courage to go into those places and heal those parts within ourselves, ask ourselves the right questions, get out of the victimhood mentality and start asking why with curiosity, that's when we can start leaning into healing And when we can learn to heal our wounding around both of our feminine and masculine energy, we can start to rise in our feminine and masculine energy. And specifically when we heal our wounded masculine energy, meaning when we lean into healing the parts of ourselves that are scarce and the parts of ourselves that uh, want to compete and the parts of ourselves that, um, you know, have such big goals for the world that we're willing to let our ego get in the way that's operating in the wounded masculine energy right and the empowered masculine energy the sacred masculine energy is the 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 person both male and female that can stand in their presence 
and they have goals and they're structured and they're driven and they know their purpose in the world and they operate with grace and and they operate in service and they hold space for people to speak and the divine feminine is about collaboration is about being intuitive being wise um, being open and receptive and knowing that life will take them in multiple directions and that doesn't mean that they're off their purpose or off their course it means they're actually closer than ever because the world world works in spirals and sometimes we when we have we fall into fear states or when we're in our wounding we forget that and when we fall into our wounded masculine we like to hold on for dear life and we like to say i'm not going to trust i want to do it my way and um i i don't believe there's abundance and therefore we need to uh, create and overstructure everything and and you know, we're not going to give space for people to speak because we have just our way of thinking and we know this works in the past and it's going to work again and we don't want to hear anyone else's opinion about it. And, you know, it's almost this force. It's this controlling nature. We all have these qualities within, whether you think so or you don't, uh, whether you think you do or you don't, we all have this. And when we come to terms with that and we can accept that and heal that within ourselves, we can start to rise in our leadership and in our empowerment. And we can start to come into a healthy relationship with our internal masculine and feminine energies. And I know there's a lot of people in the world that talk about polarity and they talk about strengthening our masculine and strengthening our feminine. And that is really great for relationships. And in this case, I'm not talking about relationships. I'm talking about being sovereign and whole within ourselves. And for that, it does require balance, balance of our internal masculine and feminine energy. And when we rise one of our energies, we, we actually rise both of them. When we do healing in one, we actually give space for the other to rise. And, um, and so this whole journey, my whole purpose, uh, led me down this path of um, going deeper into my own feminine and masculine, as always, and doing even deeper layers of healing. And of course, it's a journey that's never going to end, right? Like we use these terms feminine and masculine, really, we're just like coming into terms with healing ourselves. But it is good to use these terminologies so that we can understand and stay in balance. And that way we can kind of put structure around it. And you can say, okay, so I've done this work here and now I'm feeling imbalanced here. And so it actually is a good guide for us. Um, and it is really important so that we don't need anything outside of ourselves and we can be whole and sovereign within ourselves. And that's the point, right? It's not, it's important to be able to operate within our own being without needing other people and relying on other people. And of course, part of this whole journey is we are puzzle pieces and we are all helping each other through this journey of life. But there's a difference between selflessly giving of ourselves to others and relying on other people and falling into victimhood. It's a different energy. So when we do, when we're working with each other out of these empowered states and out of puzzle pieces, you know, 
helping each other in our divine feminine and masculine, that's when we rise together as a collective, not when we're relying on each other and we're trauma bonding with each other in our wounding. And so, um, yeah, that was a huge realization for me in 2020. And I know that probably everybody has had realizations about what this year has been for them. And um, if you're not at the place yet where you're seeing 2020 as the best year of your life, you don't have to be there, right? Have compassion for whatever part of your journey that you're on. Maybe this was the, the worst year. You know, you lost a parent. Maybe you've had, um, you know, you, you went through COVID yourself and you had a traumatic experience. But in all of those moments, those are our places of awakening. That's when we dive into the shadow. And those are the places where we dive into our trauma. And that's when we awaken, right? So those those moments happened for your awakening, specifically this year. The Mayans predicted 2020 to be the year of the Great Awakening. Um, a lot of people think it was 2012 when the, the Mayan counter ended. But if you actually look at um, with all of the, you know, we have like daylight savings time and all of this, it was actually miscalculated by eight years. And 2020 is the year of the Great Awakening. And in Tulum or in the Yucatan Peninsula, this is the home of the Mayans. And so I have a feeling that being here also cultivated more of that energy. And, um, and if you're, and that's where, that's where I'm coming from with this perspective. And so if you're not at the place where you're like, man, 2020 was the best year of my life, I encourage you to flip the script on yourself and to say, well, how could 2020 actually be the best year of my life? Like, how did I give myself more time to lean into my purpose? How did I finally get what I asked for, which was working from home? How did I finally come into the right relationships with the people in my life who mattered and stop talking to the people that potentially I was just hanging out with because um, I was going to a party with them on the weekends? You know, I used to have friends that I was only friends with them because on Friday and Saturday night, we would go to the bar together. We actually didn't really get deep with each other. We didn't talk about things. And, you know, I mean, I went through a few, this has been, you know, multiple years now since that has happened, but, you know, maybe you're in the position right now where you're ready to upgrade your friend group. And this was the catalyst, you know, COVID is the catalyst for a lot of things in your life. I encourage you to lean into what that is for you. And specifically, I decided to record this podcast right now because we just had our presidential election. And that was a huge time in our history, especially during this global pandemic. And uh, we're hosting a retreat uh, in Tulum at the end of this year. And we had a lot of men reach out to us um, asking to join our retreat about rewilding the feminine. And I, at first I was like, well, what is the intention behind this? And then I actually leaned into it more. And I was like, actually, this is... Uh, this is a time when a lot of men and women are asking themselves, where am I not in balance with my internal feminine and masculine energy? Even if they're not asking that question, maybe the question they're asking is, where do I need to do personal growth? Because this is uh, the collective energy right now. We're seeing like 
you know, no matter what side of the line you, you stand on, Republican or Democrat, doesn't really matter. It's more about who's leading our country right now and what makes for good leadership. And it's good to ask ourselves, well, how am I a good leader? Where am I not leading my life in the best way? And I think that's why we had a lot of men reach out to us and say, hey, I want to join your retreat. I think a lot of men are turning inwards and saying, where am I not healed in my masculine energy? And actually, where can I step into more of my feminine energy? And this isn't to say that the whole world needs to become super feminine. It's saying, where can we find balance? And um, if you're right now in the same, if you know, you're listening to this podcast, we're in this, uh, it's around the time of the election. I encourage you to ask yourself that question. Where can you step into deeper, uh, more conscious leadership and more balanced leadership in your feminine and your masculine? Where can you come into a healthier balance? And uh, I think most of my podcast episodes going forward are going to be more around these topics. Like, how can we heal ourselves in our masculine, in our feminine? How can we come into better states of conscious leadership? How can authentic relating and different methodologies of communication help our corporations um, and help our leaders in, you know, that are actually leading the world um, come into deeper alignment? You know, like we like to think that our elected officials are the people that run the country. But if you follow the trace of who actually controls the money, you start to say, well, actually, corporations have a lot of money in this world. And, you know, there's some companies that have more GDP than certain countries in our world. And then you start to trace it even more. Well, who controls the monies? Oh, our banks. Well, who's controlling the banks? And you bring it all the way up and you're like, who is actually in control right now? How is money actually being created? And, and not to go off on a tangent, but who, where is our leadership actually stemming from? Who is actually in control and how can we instill deeper consciousness in the individual? Because at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter who's in office, right? It's so much deeper than that. And it goes so much be further beyond that, that we have to look within. It starts with the individual. How can we raise our individual collective consciousness? How can we awaken further? How can we better come into deeper balance in our masculine and feminine energy so we can rise as a society? So I know I said a lot and I am excited to be on this podcast, <laughs> publishing episodes again. And for everybody listening to this podcast, thank you for listening. Thank you for being so amazing. And I'm sending you so much love, no matter where you are in your journey, no matter where you are in your awakening process, whether you even know you're in awakening process or not, just know that there are people that are here for you in your journey. If you're wanting help, if you're wanting someone to talk to, if you're going through this and you're like, I don't know where I'm at in my journey. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I don't know what my purpose is. Um, I'm not at that place. I don't feel clear. Um, 2020 was the catalyst for something, but there's a lot of unclarity. That's totally okay. And that's totally normal. There's a lot of people in the exact same position, um, 
And, and that's just an opportunity for you to recognize like, hey, that's okay. Like have some compassion and also have the confidence and the courage to say, maybe this is the time where I ask for help and I reach out to somebody. It doesn't have to be me. It could be anyone. Reach out to a friend or I definitely encourage you to reach out to someone that's on the path of personal growth, the awakening path. You know, a lot of people start out with, you know, going to Tony Robbins conferences and they start out with some personal growth, reading books. But when you go deeper, then it's about awakening and consciousness and spirituality. And maybe you're asking, well, why is that the next progression? And that's a great place to start and ask. Uh, I won't go into that on this podcast, but I will say, um, I encourage you to reach out to someone who also has a background in energy work or has studied, you know, the awakening process. And um, I think that that would be super beneficial. So with that, I want to give you all of my love. And I hope that you are, yeah, coming into deeper states of wholeness and love and healing and I wish you the rest of the best rest of your year this isn't going to be the only podcast that I do I'm planning on doing more but I'm doing it on less of a cadence I'm not going to do it like weekly I'm going to do it more as I feel inspired and who knows that could be like that could be weekly um but yeah, I'm taking a more feminine approach to this. And um, yeah, whoever ends up reaching out to this or listening to this, um, thank you for listening and feel free to reach out. And yeah, I love you guys.